great is it to be back together in person, church? And we're so great that you can be joining us online today. It is awesome to have you here. I had a great story shared with me during the week by Robin May, and it was so cool that it happened in this Whisper series, and I just had to share it with you this morning. Robin wrote to me, I've never been game to buy or sell anything online, but with another operation coming up and finances being strained by me not being able to work, I decided it was time to give it a go. A few weeks ago, I listed a lovely leather ottoman and waited to see if it would sell. Unfortunately, no one seemed interested. I was a little dejected, but knowing why I needed the money, I went through the cupboards and found lots of other things I could list too. Eventually, two weeks ago, there was one person who seemed interested in my ottoman. We started to chat and she said that she loved it, but was just trying to get the money sorted. That conversation happened on the same day that we started our series called Whisper. After listening to Pastor Peter speak, and obviously not until the after the service had finished, I opened my phone and saw her message. Only this time I felt God clearly say to me, bless her. At first I thought this was a bit strange. When God is very aware of my needs and why I was selling the ottoman in the first place, but I knew I had to obey. I messaged the lady fully expecting her to think I was a weirdo, but explained to her that I believed in God and that God had told me to give this ottoman to her and to consider it a gift from him. She was shocked. But during further messaging, I discovered that she too was a believer. I was so excited to see God at work, but we had just been sent into lockdown and I had no way of knowing how to get this gift to her, knowing that she could live anywhere in Brisbane. I thought it was a long shot, but I cheekily joked with her that if she lived within a 10 kilometer radius of me, that she could possibly just drive past my house on her way to pick up essential groceries. <laughs> and I would just have it sitting out on the driveway. To my surprise, she lived in the very next suburb. So she did a quick within 10 kilometer radius drive by that afternoon. And me knowing that God only gives his best, the Ottoman was waiting out there for her and I tied a massive shiny gold bow onto it. We spoke for a brief moment from behind the front door um, as she collected the Ottoman and left. After listening to the message last week, Pastor Nathan, by Pastor Nathan, I decided to message the lady again and tell her that I go to Bridgie and that we're actually doing a series on hearing the voice of God and that my action was that I listened to God and obeyed Him and I strongly felt God wanted to bless her and to let her know that she was loved by Him. She messaged me back saying, she also goes to Bridgie. And we agreed that God must have been sitting back having a little chuckle over all of this. She finishes the email. And because our God is a God who loves us and cares about our needs, the very next day I started getting offers on some of my other listed items and I've already sold four more things this week. How incredible is our God? How good is it to hear from Him and obey Him? When we get to experience firsthand His blessing 
in all of this, in this relationship that he's called us to. I love it that Robin was willing to bless a complete stranger and it turned out to be her very own sister in Christ. How amazing is that? If you haven't realised it or experienced it yet, God speaks and he wants to speak to you. We are learning to recognise when it's God speaking, to take notice of his voice and listen to him, receive it. It would be great if he could just make things super clear when he wanted to talk to us. How many times have you wished God would just write something in the sky that you needed to know? He can do that and sometimes he does. On the 4th of November last year, our eldest son was booked in to get his driver's license. It had been delayed for months and months with COVID and finally the day or the week arrived leading up to this test. And in that week, the manual car that he was going to get his license in had the indicator stop working. But it didn't just stop working, a problem that might've been fixable, it stopped working sometimes. Sometimes problems are always much harder to fix, aren't they? We got it into the mechanic really urgently. They tried a few things, but they wouldn't guarantee the fix would last. And our only option was to replace the whole front headlight for thousands of dollars, which would take months to order in and book in to do. We just didn't know what to do. Should we take the risk of this car that's indicator might not work when the instructor goes and does the road safety check before taking the license, taking Noah to get his license? Should we try and borrow a manual car, but then Noah would be doing his test in an unfamiliar vehicle? Should we just go with the automatic car um, and maybe worry about following up the manual license later? Are you feeling the anxiety in this week leading up to the license? It was stressful for us. On the 4th of November, the day of his license, as we were driving out the door, I noticed some letters starting to appear in the sky. Do you know what was being written in the sky that day? I had to pull over and take a photo. It's not that clear, but hopefully you can see it. Liam, it's coming. Can you see that? Trust in Jesus. God wrote that in the sky for us that day. It was our word from God that we didn't need to worry. The indicator would work for the test and Noah would be able to do his test. I have to add that word might've been for me embarking on my first child, getting his license and having the freedom to drive away. But that's a whole other different story. Getting a word from God can make a huge difference to a situation, can't it? They don't always have to appear in the sky. God can speak to us any way he likes and he does. But sometimes we can overlook the fact that we have the very word of God right here in our hands, right here accessible to us. The Bible is the word of God and he speaks through it. In my experience, reading the Bible has been the most consistent way that God speaks to me even if sometimes he does have to put words in the sky for me to take notice of what he says. This is God's revealed word to us and he whispers in his word. 
The Bible is the most incredible book. In the Alpha Course, one of my favorite sessions is looking at how to read the Bible. We actually open up Bibles together. Sometimes it's people's very first time to do that. Lots of people make an assumption that the Bible is old and confusing and too hard for normal people to understand. And so they've never actually tried to read it. And they miss out on the whisper of God in these pages. 2 Timothy 3.16 tells us that these words are God-breathed. Words the Holy Spirit has guided and enabled in bringing together. It's a collection of writings from narrative, story, law, wisdom, literature, poetry, prophecy, letters, and even apocalyptic visions. All meticulously recorded, preserved and put together as the canon of Scripture. This word canon comes from a Jewish word that means to measure a guiding standard for all of life, carefully put together for us to have this word. This is no ordinary book. And you can do the research. I can point you to people who can help you do that research to have the confidence to know that this is not some fairy tale or made up story. This is God's word to us and it holds authority as God speaks in these pages. Did you know the Bible is the most popular book in the world? The people around you might not seem like they're that interested in the Bible, but let me tell you, there are many people around the world who are super keen to get their hands on this book. It is actually omitted from the top selling book list because it is always at the top of the list ever since they started a top selling book list. It's the best selling book of all time. Over each year, over a hundred million Bibles are sold. There are now over 480 million downloads of the YouVersion Bible app. That is only one Bible app. Maybe because it is so accessible to us, we've forgotten how precious this word actually is. Pastor Andrew sent me a story, an article this week, saying it is 40 years since Open Doors smuggled one million Bibles into China. By 1981, Christians in China weren't allowed to gather at a church or even own a Bible. Many were imprisoned, tortured, or even killed for their faith in Jesus. A plan was hatched by Open Doors. Maybe some of you gave towards this. The project was Project Pearl to secretly courier one million Bibles by boat into China. The underground church was sent a coded signal by radio and waited expectantly for the Bibles to arrive, knowingly risking their lives to get their hands on the Word of God. The believers waded into the waters to unload the treasure. Chinese police tried to intercept and burn the Bibles, but it started to rain and the fires were put out. They tried throwing the Bibles into the water, but nearby fishermen, realizing that what was being discarded was very valuable, collected the Bibles in their fishing nets and dried them out to sell back to the Christians. (laughs) Nothing could stop the Word of God and the nation was flooded with the gospel again. 
There are many stories across history, stories still happening today of believers who have risked their lives to get their hands on God's word, even a page of it. Psalm 19.10 says these words are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. Sweeter than honey, more precious than gold are these words. A great reward is promised for those who obey them. This word is precious, church. Deuteronomy chapter six urges God's people to wholeheartedly commit to loving God and His Word. It says in verse seven, repeat these words again and again to your children. Talk about them when you're at home, when you're on the road and when you're going to bed and when you are getting up. Put reminders on your doorposts and your gates. The psalmist tells us to hide these words in our hearts so we never lose them. These are precious words of life for us. They're practical words. The Bible is full of wisdom and truth for life, practical tips for everyday living, words about how to run your business, words for relationships, for marriage, for parenting, for getting along with your neighbours, basic principles for just making life work. They're all in this book. It makes sense, doesn't it? If the God who created and designed us and designed the world that we live in, that we would go to Him to find out how to make it work, how to flourish in it. These words are not just precious and practical, they're powerful words. These God-breathed words are not just words that sit on a page, they're words full of life. Hebrews 4.12 says they're living and active. These words breathed by God are brought to life by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit somehow takes these words and brings them alive to our heart, makes them relevant in our situation and circumstances. As we read the Bible, we get to know God get to know his voice and it is just like God is speaking to us. He does this to open people's eyes and hearts to know him. I was reading this week a story about Charles Finney, a famous uh, revival preacher in the 1800s describing his conversion. He was actually reading from a scripture in Jeremiah 29, which says, in those days when you pray, I will listen. This is God speaking. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you'll find me. Finney writes this, the verse seemed to drop into my mind with a flood of light. I instantly seized hold of this with my heart. I had intellectually believed the Bible before, but never had the truth been in my mind that faith was a voluntary trust instead of just an intellectual state. I was as conscious of trusting at that moment in God's truthfulness as I was of my own existence. I knew that it was God's word and God's voice as it were that spoke to me. I told the Lord I would take him at his word, that he could not lie 
and that therefore I was sure that he heard my prayer and that he would be found by me. This man is regarded as the father of modern revivals. Wouldn't we love for awakenings like that to just continue to ripple across this world? God's word is life to us. In Deuteronomy chapter 30, Moses presents God's people with a choice. As they're embarking to move into this promised land, he says, you can choose your own way or you can choose God's way. In verse 19 and 20, Moses says, today I've given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying Him and committing yourself firmly to Him. This is the key to your life. Hear those words from God's Word today. This is the key to your life. It is incredible how life-giving these words are. That same child who got his license at the end of last year was a baby 18 years ago and I was in a maternity ward with this new little baby. I was not prepared for the whole mum thing and for those of you who know me, know how much of an understatement that is. Actually, Pastor Peter's chuckling in the front row as I say that. I remember being in this hospital and I don't remember how many nights it had been in a row where I desperately wanted sleep, but this little baby just wouldn't stop crying and crying and crying. I had no idea what to do. And in that moment, I remembered the Gideon's Bible that was in the top drawer of the dresser beside that hospital bed, and I opened it. I needed something from God. It opened to Psalm 30 verse 5, which says this, Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. How true that was for me in that moment. It's hard to describe what happens when you hear God speak and you just know it's Him talking right to you, telling you that He sees, that He knows, that He hasn't left you. He's there and He cares. If you are in a season of crying at night at the moment, I am happy to share that word, my word from God with you. Have you had a moment in your life where you just read the Bible and it's as if God is speaking to you right into your situation, bringing God perspective and truth for you to hold on to? It is powerful to hear his whisper in his word. You don't have to read chapters and chapters of the Bible every day to hear from God. Just reading a little bit of the Bible every day over a period of time amounts up to a lot of the Bible. I have to say I was a Christian for a long time before I got into a habit of reading the Bible regularly. You know, I would read it every now and then and hear it at church on Sundays, but it wasn't until I started using a day-to-daily devotional book, Encounter with God, that I really got into a regular pattern of reading God's Word. If you're interested in knowing about Encounter with God, I'd love to share it with you. It's easy to order online. I'd be happy to do that. There are other ways. Nathan mentioned some other um, devotionals last week. But I find this one works for me. It's just a few verses from the Bible every day and then a short reading about how it applies to life. 
The date helps to keep me accountable to read it every day. And it would be unusual now for me to not wake up in the morning and open up God's Word. It took a while to get to that normal. But somewhere I transitioned from kind of doing that as a a discipline to a longing in my heart to wake up in the morning and hear from God. And I'm amazed when I miss when I miss a day, I miss it. And I am amazed how often I wake up and I read these verses and it is God speaking right into my situation. You might have seen our Wonder Conference um, advertised. Nathan mentioned it in the announcements. We're excited, ladies, about getting together on the September 11. Excited to run Wonder Girls alongside Wonder this year for our high school girls. Well, we met a few months ago to start planning this conference. We couldn't do it last year. Oh, we did it, but it was on Zoom last year. And as we were planning this year, um, Sydney was going into lockdown, then Melbourne was going into lockdown. And I had to have to admit that I was procrastinating and planning and organising this and whinging to God at the same time that how can we go ahead with this? We'll probably be in lockdown. What is all the planning going to be for? It's a waste of time to do and organise things in this crazy season. Anyway, Sunday three weeks ago, I opened up my devotional as I do And there, the very verse that we've chosen to be the theme for our Wonder Conference appeared in the devotional. I don't even know how it was connected to the verses that day, but there it was. It was my word from God. It was all I needed to press on with this vision, to know that God's heart is for women gathering together to hear from Him. Funnily enough, when I organised, I got on board and organised the next planning meeting, we went into lockdown and everyone else was thinking that I'm the crazy one for wanting to go ahead with planning this conference. But it didn't matter to me because I'd heard from God. He'd given us the green light to go. I guess this is an important part of positioning ourselves to be regularly in God's Word to hear from Him. When He speaks to us, it builds our faith and confidence in who He is in what he's called us to do. It builds trust. The whispers of his voice are becoming more familiar to me and easier to recognise when he's speaking. And I'm growing in my confidence to take action when I hear from Him. Are you getting why reading the Bible is so important, church? Do you get this? It's more than a discipline or a tick box on your good Christian things to do list. It is getting to know God's heart and hearing Him when He whispers to you. In the video this week, the author of this series talks about reading the Bible being not so much as getting through the Bible as allowing the Bible to get through us. And I love that thought. I think this is a really important point. You could read the Bible like any other book and come away unaffected and unchanged. Or you could open yourself up for the Holy Spirit to use these words to speak to your soul, to bring life and transformation to your life. God's word speaks his promises to us 
It is his hope for us. Yesterday morning, I went to hear a Christian psychologist speak at Ashgrove Baptist on anxiety. It was a brilliant talk. And I think the link is on Ashgrove's website if you wanna go there. He mentioned some interesting research about the things that help people to overcome anxiety and trauma in their lives rather than stay stuck in them. And the first on his list was hope. Hope, not just, not just being wishful thinking that maybe one day things will work out, but a certain assurance with substance that makes a difference to getting through the difficulties of life. The promises of God's word are this certain assurance of hope for us. These promises aren't just nice words that God throws in there to make us hopefully feel better. There is word to us. I caught up with a friend this week whose parent had just passed away and, and it took me back to that time myself. Years ago for me now. And straight away, I was right there with the sadness and the emptiness and, and that feeling of just no capacity to do anything. And I remembered straight away the hope that God gave me in that season from Isaiah 40, 31. But those who hope in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. God speaks his hope into these situations, his hope over us. It's his hope that we hang on to. Here, these promises from God, maybe one of these is God speaking to you today. James chapter four, verse eight says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Philippians 4.19, and my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 12.9, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Jesus' words in John chapter 11, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never ever die. God's word is our hope to hold on to, hope for our world. The book of Joshua in chapter one, verse eight says, study this book of instruction carefully. Meditate on it day and night. So you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. God whispers in these pages. More than read it, soak in it, sit in it, study it, meditate in it. Write it down and keep a record of it when God speaks. Allow it to invade your soul, renew your mind, refresh your heart 
and overflow in your actions and everything you do. I couldn't help but sit in this topic of God's word without knowing that Jesus is the word revealed to us. Hebrews 1.1 says, Long ago God spoke many times and in many ways to our ancestors through the prophets. And now in these days, He has spoken to us through His Son. If we wanna know God, we look to Jesus. He's there with arms outstretched, inviting us into the relationship with Him, to hear Him speak, to live in the life that He has for us. The beginning of John introduces Jesus to us as the Word of God. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life and the life was the light of man. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. To know Jesus is to know God and he calls us to know him through his word. Will you pray with me? Lord, we we just have this incredible sense of how powerful your word is for us today. We thank you for it, God. It is no accident that we have access to this word and we are a privileged people, Lord, to be able to open it and read it. And I pray, God, this week, you would just grow a hunger in us for your word, that you would speak through these pages, God, that you would bring these words alive to our hearts by your Holy Spirit. And through these words, Lord, may your kingdom come. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Church, we'd love you to stand. God often speaks in worship and our worship songs are often straight from the Word of God. If you wonder where they came from, they're often words right from here. And we wanna worship well. We wanna continue to seek Him and know that we'll find Him as we do.
singing that song, I was reminded of a passage which I came across recently during this series and was powerful for me. But it says this, I tell you the truth, this is John chapter 5, I tell you the truth, those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins, but they have already passed from death into life. And I assure you that the time is coming, indeed it's here now, when the dead will hear my voice, the voice of the Son of God, and those who listen will live. This is the power of God's voice. His voice brings life. And I want to pray this morning, I want to pray for us that God will give us a hunger, a deeper desire than ever before, just to... Just to desire and treasure God's Word, that we would just hunger for His Word. And maybe for some here this morning as well, where you've just always found it hard to open God's Word. It's just been one of those challenges for you. It always comes to God's Word. It's always been challenging just to go there. And I just want to pray and ask that God would help you to be able to step through that where there's been a challenge or a barrier there, that the Holy Spirit would just help you. I want to mention there too, I was prompted as I was thinking about that. Can I really encourage you? Sometimes it's really helpful to get a, a modern translation of the Bible. Maybe you're finding it hard. Maybe you're reading a translation. You just find it hard to sometimes understand what's going on. Get, get hold of a modern translation. And there are some brilliant resources, application Bibles. We are so blessed where we can get access to these resources. And that might make all the difference for you. Some little notes, some application notes to help you to, as you're reading it, just to apply it to your life. There's some great resources out there. And I wanna encourage you, if this has been a challenging area just to get into God's Word, to take hold of these resources, that what's available online as well. But I wanna pray for us now that God will give us a deeper desire and hunger for His Word. And for those of maybe find it challenging just to step into it, that God will help you today. Let me pray now. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence here this morning. You're speaking again this morning, reminding us that you have spoken through your word. We don't have to go looking around everywhere to find out. You've given it to us. Beautiful, incredible gift, this treasure that you've given to us in your word. And so I pray, Lord, that you would give us a deeper hunger and desire for your word than ever before. I really pray that, that we would just hunger, that as we wake in the morning, as we go to bed at night or whenever, Lord, we just would want to know, want to be in your word, want to hear what you're saying to us. And I know for some, Lord, this is a particular challenge for all sorts of reasons, Lord. This can be particularly challenging just to get in to God's word. And so I want to pray, Lord, just for any here in that place that you'll come by your Holy Spirit, Lord, that you'd help them. If it's maybe a different translation or maybe an application Bible or some other devotional or something, Lord, to help lead them to that place, Lord. But I pray that you'll overcome so that more and more um, we would just be a people who are just in your word regularly, daily, wanting to hear from your great God. And so, Lord, stir this up within us. Thank you for this precious gift. Thank you that your words bring life. Your words bring hope. Your words, Lord, your word is powerful in our own lives and in the lives of those around us, Lord. And so we say, Lord, again this morning, come speak, we pray. Speak to us, continue to lead us personally, Lord, wherever we are on the journey, Lord. And I want to pray particularly for those who maybe have yet, not yet come to that place of just saying yes to you and placing their faith and trust in you. Lord, well, as that passage says, Lord, if you'll listen to your voice and believe in you, oh, Lord, the gift of eternal life that you long to bring. So continue to move among us, we pray. More stories 
We pray throughout this series of you speaking and us responding in faith and obedience. This is our prayer. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. If you'd like prayer, our prayer to me down the front. We'd love just to pray for you today. If you're online, make sure you email through to prayer at bridgman.org.au. If we can help connect you with any resources, we would love to do that as well to help you connect with God's Word. Don't forget our Connections Lounge is up the back there as well. But God bless you. Thanks so much for sharing with us today.